Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have only five words for you. From my cold, dead hands. It's time for Gun Radio Utah. No Apologies, a show dedicated to preserving and protecting your constitutional right to bear arms for your security and sport. Here's your host, well-known gun rights advocate and chairman of the Utah Shooting Sports Council, Clark Aposian. Welcome to Gun Radio Utah. There are no apologies. Uh, Bill Patterson, do you have have no apologies? I have no apologies other than... um, I was very unsuccessful on my elk hunt this past week, but I'll tell you this, I had a great time, and it is beautiful, beautiful during this Glocktober uh, season. Glocktober. Oh, yeah. Where you can get your pumpkin spice Glock. Where you can get your pumpkin spice Glock, yeah. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. It's a beautiful fall day here, and, you know, we just, oh, public service announcement. I have been asked uh, by authorities in charge. Uh, knowing that we have a huge listening audience, uh, enormous, number nine in the world. And uh, as a public service announcement, a reminder, please do not shoot the eclipse. Do not fire guns at the eclipse. It is not an evil omen. (laughs) Now, you have to tell people a little bit more about that because in other parts of the United States and other parts of the world, they're not experiencing this eclipse that we had today. Okay, so uh, Utah, a little teeny chunk of California... And a big chunk of a swath of Utah went right from the northwest to the southeast yeah. corner of Utah. Uh, around 1030 this morning, we experienced uh, to, to one degree or another uh, a, a at least a partial eclipse, if not a, I, I don't know what the technical term, but a, a full eclipse, except for the little a ring of fire. Grand Mall eclipse let's call it that. <laughs> there you go there you go so uh casey jane and i were able to go out on the on the deck and uh, and view the eclipse so uh but if you are going to fire guns at the eclipse do not use your scope yeah that's really bad we we, we prefer and rec- highly highly recommend open sights open sights iron yeah. sights and make sure correct. of your target and beyond so so uh so let me let me tell you what bill and i have for uh, Gun Radio Utah, no apologies today. We're going to be talking about uh, the updates in the news and prices. We will also be talking about magazine bans. That's in the news. Uh, Bill, I want to. I want you to discuss what's going on in hunting when that comes up, and because I have a, I have an idea uh, to to pretty much it'll be expensive, but to pretty much ensure that you will get your animal. Oh, okay. And that's a good deal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I can I can pretty much ensure that. I mean, you would really have to be bad if you missed it with my idea. Okay. And uh and it would and it would it's a good money making thing. Anyway, uh we want to talk oh about the uh the two A or the Second Amendment legislative caucus meeting. I could say just caucus meeting, because it wasn't an official legislative meeting. And who was there and what we discussed. Also, in third segment, we're going to bring on Graham Park. Graham is the head 
I mean, he's the top guy down under for the Shooters Union Australia. And he'll be talking about, um, well, you know, we'll see what he's going to talk about. I I think he's probably going to remind us that what we have is what the rights we enjoy here in Utah and the rights across the United States are somewhat tenuous. And so we we need to treat them as such and protect them. Uh, We'll talk about that. And then when we get into it, uh, yeah, Bill, you wanted to talk a little bit about um, some lessons learned and with uh, the day of jihad, which was supposedly uh, yesterday, yeah. and that kind of fizzled out, but it could happen. And uh, the attack on Israel, the attack on the Ukraine, and some of the uh, some of the lessons learned as far as uh, the public owning, possessing, being able to have firearms for their own lawful self defense. And if we can get into it, I'd like to talk about our New York City lawmaker that uh, was arrested um, as she... Oh, the city councilwoman, yeah. yeah. She brought a gun to um, a pro-Palestinian rally. What that hmm. implications and, are for her and what we can learn from that, too. Yeah, I, I, I do. I want to talk because I, I found some interesting... At, my, at first blush, I thought it was... I thought it was different than what it was, but uh, definitely we want to we want to get into that. Hey, uh, we've got you know what we do have time. Let's talk about the two A, the Second Amendment legislative meeting that, uh, that didn't happen. Two A caucus meeting. Oh, it did. It, it, it happened. did happen. Okay, and it it did. Yeah, it it occurred last Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah it occurred Tuesday. So, so I I went down into Salt Lake City up to the Capitol for that. It was very very. We filled that room. We absolutely filled that room. Um, so we had. Uh, they have a new name, and now I can't remember the name. They're going to get mad. But the DC Project, the ladies from the DC Project, were there. Uh, we also had uh, representatives from the NRA, and uh, or a representative from the NRA, and then we had knife rights uh, who came in from Arizona. And uh, we also had represented um, was uh, the National Shooting Sports Foundation. Nephi Cole uh, was represented um, mostly by me on mm-hmm. that one on a case. And uh, Mitch Velos was there, former representative Kurt Oda, Jim Alder. Jim Alder has been uh, has oh been awesome, really, really fantastic. Jim Jim's was a uh, great there guy. helping out. Yeah, and and he's an attorney. Uh, and knows his NFA stuff, his suppressor stuff, all the, the machine gun stuff. He's uh, very, very good with that, and uh, and has two enormous Bernese Mountain Dogs too. By the way, I'll just point that out. <laughs> Not that that has anything to do with anything, but um, so in fact, we hosted Jim and his wife at our at our home up here in Uinta County one time with the dog, with the big dog. That is a big dog. Anyway, so we talked about. Um, among other things, we we brought up some of uh, Utah Shooting Sports Council. Obviously, Utah Shooting Sports Council was was represented there, and lots and lots of legislators, lots and lots of legislators, very well represented uh, in the House and later on uh, in the Senate as well. So we talked about securing schools and some of the ideas uh, that their constituents want to know what they're doing to secure schools, and we talked about that. Uh, we certainly talked about the landlord or lessor's lease agreements and how uh, it's very commonplace to ban the possession, even from your guests, let alone the lessee, of firearms on the premises. 
So did you did you get any surprise that? reactions when you talked about that? Like, yes, you know, some, we did. The as hell you fact, say, Clark? What do you mean by yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, the um, hell, the hell you? Yeah. yeah, we did. As a matter of fact, because in fact, one of them, one of the legislators that heard this, came up to me and he said, as soon as I got done with my presentation, he texted his property manager because because he owns a whole bunch of apartment buildings. Oh, okay, and. He texted his property manager and said, hey, is this in our lease? You know, wanted to find out. So, uh, and at that point, he hadn't heard back. But anyway, so uh, another big thing that the NRA and NSSF, the National Shooting Sports Foundation, wants to address this year is the use of codes by payment processing companies for credit cards to differentiate, distinguish firearm purchases, and they want to make sure that they aren't doing that and curtail the use of that in in Utah. But do you realize that, of course, in California, they require the payment processors to differentiate on firearms? And so, yeah, obviously, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah, we want to, uh, we definitely want to talk about that. So, uh, those were some of the, oh, also knife rights were, Something that's going, it's likely to be big this year is discussing the term dangerous weapon. Dangerous weapon is fairly well defined in Utah code, but there could, there perhaps is a, a need to, uh, to define it a little bit better and, um, and, and take away some subjectivity to it, like for the carrying of a knife. And, and so on and so forth. So, um, because the, the Utah Supreme Court has said that, you know, a knife is a knife. It's not necessarily a dangerous weapon unless it's intended or it's actually used as such. Then, yeah, it's a dangerous weapon. So, uh, I mean, there's more to it than that. Interesting. So, we want to talk about that. And then, uh, uh, one other thing that we're, that I'd like to get into, I'd like to get into, and I'm going to title it, it's the part they leave out when they're starting to talk again about deaths and guns and gun violence. Gun violence. What is it? All right. When we come back on Gun Radio Utah, stay tuned. Lots more to come. Love is a burning thing. And you got to love that Johnny Cash there. Burning Ring of Fire. And that's what we experienced here in Utah. It was great. It was actually pretty cool. I had my daughter out and and uh, got some... Actually, I got some pretty good pictures with my uh, camera phone. Had to kind of put the old eye filter over it uh, in order to get it. But it was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, as, as Clark mentioned in the uh, first segment... If you're going to shoot at the eclipse, um, don't shoot with optics. Um, use or don't shoot with um, a scope. Uh, use optics, but you know, open sights are good. Is that right, Clark? Yeah, open, but, open sights. But the, the, the general rule is, you know, please resist the urge to shoot the eclipse because it's it really is not an evil omen like we used to believe. It might, it might, might be, but it probably seem is. like it. Yeah, it so. might be. You know, this was kind of crazy so. because we have we're in the middle of Glocktober. We have an eclipse today. Yesterday was Glocktober the 13th. Did you have anything freaky? You're in some freaky country out there. You got that. Uh, you know, skinwalkers. Skin the skinwalkers skin were, were active uh, in the dusk, the early morning and dusk uh, yesterday yeah. out there. The dogs were, uh, the dogs can sense them. 
you know, uh-huh. and uh, and they'd go out there and, and bark at them and communicate with them. But other than that, no, that was about it. Well, speaking of dogs, did you see that uh, coyote attacks are up in the Sandy and Draper area here? And uh, I guess just the other day, um, someone lost one attacks of their... Attacks on people? On No, on other dogs, on pa- pets. And pets so... Cats and dogs? Yeah. And uh, one individual family lost their dog... The other day, so as the news agency reported, they said, you know, and this is good of them. They said, you know, if you want to sign up for the Utah Coyote Predator Program, you can. But I don't think they realize that means you you, you kind of have to set up to shoot them. I don't think they well, would allow yeah. that. I mean, you could trap them, I guess. Oh, yeah, I guess you I could guess, trap them, yeah. maybe. But so. I mean, and, and what do you have to do? Because you can get $50. Yeah, for, you get $50 for, for every coyote. So you have to go, first of all, you have to go online. And sign up. You got to go through some background training. Make sure you don't shoot the neighbor's dog or something like that. Make sure you're only shooting coyotes. And then secondly, you have to document. You have to have an app, uh, typically on your phone, um, that will track where you where the kill was done. And then you have to basically go um, all I don't know Indian and scalp the uh, coyote and take the lower jaw and, and you turn it in. And then they'll pay you $50. So you got to get both ears and a lower jaw. Yep. And the lower jaws so they can tell how old the coyote was. Yeah, do some DNA background now, checks. we should probably agent. remind folks that shooting within city limits is... Uh, frowned is, upon. ...is not allowed. <laughs> it, well, it's not it's allowed. It's frowned upon. Unless, unless, yeah. unless it's in the act of self-defense. Yeah. So, so I wouldn't say it can't uh, be done. It's just frowned upon. It's frowned upon. <laughs> Bill, Bill, we need to be very specific about this. It's frowned upon to That's, the point that they yeah. can yeah. they can cite you yeah. for, for doing that. Much like they did the city councilwoman yeah, in, in New York. Uh, the city councilwoman in, <laughs> in New York who had, by the way, as I was looking, she had a permit to carry a firearm. And it was this specific firearm. In New so, York? Uh, the hell this, you say. In the hell I do say. <laughs> And uh, her name was uh, Ina Vernuk- Vernikov, Vernikov. Mm-hmm. and she was, uh, well, I mean, you read the story. She was there at a pro-Hamas or pro-Palestinian rally in Brighton Beach area, mm-hmm. and but she was there as a counter-protester or a supporter of Israel, because yes. she herself, I believe, is Jewish. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And and, and they, so they sh- saw her gun protruding out of her pants. Her the butt. The butt. Yeah. No, I, the butt Not of her the butt, gun. The butt of her gun. Yeah, yeah. Let's get that straight. The butt of her gun was protruding <clears throat> yeah. out of her pants. Okay. Let's make sure we get that correct on that. So and apparently it was posted on on X and other social media. And the and law enforcement called her up, and the the department notified her that she was in violation of the law after she left the rally. So she went down to her seventieth precinct and turned herself in. She was actually arrested and charged with criminal possession of a firearm, even though, she, and and she but, had to turn over that gun as well. She had to turn she, in that gun, even though she had a permit to carry it. Yeah, she had a permit, but what? So tell our listeners why. That well, was because different. of because 
New York, uh, along with California and all these other hand-wringing bedwetter states, after Bruin came and said, you got to start issuing permit licenses, as well as uh, you're going to have to get rid of some of these these uh, unconstitutional anti-Second Amendment laws you have. So they started issuing permits, but then they started saying, okay, you can have a permit, but we're going to call all these other areas, sensitive areas that you cannot carry in. So good luck, you know, you can have a permit, but it's not going to do you any good. So she was, um, so legislation passed yesteryear, yesteryear, <laughs> yesteryear, uh, last year forbids somebody from carrying a gun under certain circumstances, including at, and listen to this, at any gathering of individuals to collectively express their constitutional rights or to protest or assemble. Does that sound like absolutely a, a violation of, yeah. of, of the Constitution right in its own, in their own statute? Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, she was, she was arrested. All right, we gotta, we gotta go quick if we're gonna talk about, yeah, let's talk about uh, some of your numbers. Uh, let's talk about, you know what? Let's talk. Well, no, I want to. I want to talk about um, uh, just real quickly the uh, the the update on pistol braces. Oh yeah. So uh, a fed a judge in Texas this last week or this week actually, well earlier this week, uh, said that Biden's administration, uh, their administration's attempt at banning pistol braces to the ATF is likely unlawful, and um, and and. Granted a, uh, a a hold on that, and basically you have a pistol brace, which the ATF says turns your gun into a short-barreled rifle, which requires registration uh, and the payment of a tax, uh, a transfer tax, and that. And basically, it puts about forty million gun owners in jeopardy of ten years in prison and you know thousands of dollars in fines, that type of stuff. Uh, huge non-compliance with this uh, as well, and. So the uh, he said the ATF provided no explanation for how the agency came to these classifications. There is no meaningful clarity about what constitutes an impermissible stabilizing brace. Um, so a- anyway, he, he went on to say, um, you know, for, for decades, well, at least 10 years, if not more, the ATF said, no, it's just, you know, it's fine. It's uh, we've looked at it. We've looked at it. We've looked at it. It does not make your gun a short barreled rifle. Then all of a sudden it did. After, um, I think there was a shooting in Brooklyn or something like that, that the person had a stick on. It's essentially a stock that you can strap to your arm. Anyway, they uh, they said, oh, guess what? Now it does make uh, illegal. So that's, uh, that's basically. And so uh, then just the opposite happened in, of course, California in the Ninth Circuit, uh, it wasn't, it was an en banc, which means the vast majority, if not all of the Ninth Circuit got together. And you have to follow along with this one. So a judge in the Ninth Circuit, uh, said that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, 
magazine bans were unconstitutional. Right. Okay. So then, uh, voting seven four. Um, so that's you know I mean so right there there's eleven of them. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit um, held off or put a hold on that trial judge's order saying that the magazine ban was was unconstitutional. So, um, and, and and I got to tell you, their their reasoning. Um, I wish we had more time to talk about this, but their reasoning was so bad um, that it, it, it violates Bruin. It violates the Second Amendment, which which you know obviously um, there. And one of the uh, dissenting judges um, said the court's use of irregular procedures and its misinterpretation of Bruin ruling to temporarily stop the injunction from going into effect. He says, but we're confident that the mandates of the Constitution and the Bruin decision will win in the end. So, uh, yeah, so there was a, it was a setback. We'll call it a minor setback right now. But we think that when this goes to it, it's not the final ruling. This no. was just a very hearing promising. on this stay, yeah, very a hearing on the stay that it's likely to go to the Supreme Court. And I, I got to tell you, I think the Supreme Court is going to look at these, uh, at some of these, uh, circuit courts and say, can you not read? Can you first, you can't read the Second Amendment. You don't understand what that means. And can you not read the Bruin decision, which we we ruled on specifically for these kind of cases? And just a clear reading of it would indicate that these are unconstitutional. All right. When we come back, we're going to have Graham Park with us, uh, Shooters Union Australia on. So stay tuned. Make my day. Utah's Talking Guns. It's Gun Radio Utah. No apologies. Here's your host, chairman of the Utah Shooting Sports Council, Clark Capotion. And welcome back to Gun Radio Utah. As promised, we have Graham Park. Graham is with Shooters Union Australia. He's the head of Shooters Union Australia. Am I right in that? that yes, 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 yes. And uh, we've been hosting Graham and his lovely wife, Lynn, here at Ghost Eye Manor in Uinta County. And Graham, we've had some fantastic Fantastic talks because basically you do what we do with the Utah Shooting Sports Council, only you do it on an Australia level. Correct. Yeah, we do it in the state level and in the national level in Australia. And we're certainly not as successful as you, unfortunately, because uh, we've had our rights uh, decimated. But I think there's a lesson in that for people here. So we were talking and you said, you know, a lot of um, gun activists or a lot of gun folks just in general are sitting sitting pretty fat and pretty um, and and getting a little lax thinking that we have it, we're never going to lose it, and now with the Bruin decision, we'll never, ever lose it. Tell us, tell me your thoughts on that. Well, you've always got the Second Amendment, which is uh, obviously a wonderful thing for here that has stopped and uh, welcome back, Gun Radio Utah. Not sure what we're having. We're, uh, we do know what we're having. We're having a little technical difficulties. Um, and uh, sorry about that. If we can figure out what happened, we'll, we'll bring that segment in a future future date. And uh, Clark, are you with us as well? Um, hopefully he is. Not yet. He's probably taking a little break. Anyway... I will cover it for a few minutes. Um, it's always good to have Graham Park on. He is, he's a wealth of knowledge 
out of Australia. And we've had him on the show uh, a number of times in the past. And um, I personally have been down to Australia. And in fact, I remember one time I was down there uh, for some business and I like to take my gun magazines. And if you ever tried to get through an airport with gun magazines, they look at you very strangely. I mean, they, they, you know, they check you and make sure you don't have a gun or anything, but they're not used to those free gun, uh, magazines that you can read and and the kind we have in the united states and so but uh, i was working with a, a partner down in australia in, in melbourne and he would always say boy if you ever come down bring some more of those magazines down and and they, you know they're the ar the uh style of, of magazines okay. and pistols and everything and and we'd have a lot of fun with that and clark uh, welcome back to gun, gun radio gun Utah. magazines yeah i was just talking about i was just filling in um uh, Talking about Graham and, and the great uh, state that he – well, the great work that he does down in Australia. For some reason, we had a little technical glitch there. and, and well, uh, I hope we can get that back next uh, – maybe next week. We'll, yeah, we'll try we'll to see if we that. can pull it on next it was week. A good, so. It was a good interview. Yeah, he's a good guy so, and does a lot of great work. So. But, he, uh, he's really fantastic. And, he's, uh, and, and you know, he, he, he talks about the, the foretelling of – you know, because Australia wasn't like that. It didn't used no. to be like that. You used to be able to have handguns and yep. shotguns and rifles and all this kind of stuff. And they literally had to turn in their, I mean, I mean, even, you know, handed down artifacts, not artifacts, but to heirlooms and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And watch them get shredded, literally, literally shredded. And... So I don't, I don't mean to interrupt what you were talking about. And we've got, no, you're we can fine. go into you're some fine. other things yeah. here. No, okay. we got a lot to th- so, a lot of things we can cover here. So, so Bill, I was, you know, sometimes I go down a rabbit hole, and <laughs> when I'm looking, when I'm researching on stories and that, and you had mentioned something about um, something that was actually amazing, and you did some research on it and found that the vast majority of choking by yeah. children. Is caused by the the well the the, the number high. one cause of yeah. choking by children is what? It's it's balloons. Um, it's forty three percent. Forty three percent. Correct. Is that right? Child deaths or choking deaths, and the leading cause of those choking deaths are balloons. Yeah. Okay, and so and so I went down kind of a rabbit hole earlier to find out when we were talking about child, deaths of children. What are the leading causes of deaths of children? And it's drownings, poisonings, chokings, falls, burns, that type. And this is just in the home, let alone car accidents. Yeah. And down and, and not even. And when, you, when I say at the bottom, it didn't even register its own category, firearms. It had an asterisk, which included things like, uh, Stabbings and uh, stabbings by knife and gun. It was an asterisk which said this little asterisk, which was less than one percent. Um, and we're talking about little kids. We're talking about one to twelve years old, something like that. And so that's what I think of when I think of children. But anyway, so I got looking, and um, you know, and like I said, I went down the rabbit hole, and we started looking at because they. This this term gun violence and they're saying gun violence is killing our kids, and I find it very disingenuous when they include up to and I'm literally just one more study that included youth. So they're not calling them children 
or teenagers. Now they just say youth, and it includes tw- it literally includes twenty four year olds. Okay, so I said, you know what? I just want to find out. Um, so looking at the numbers, and I went to I didn't go to some conservative think tank. Um, you know, some MAGA-led research group. I went to the CDC for the actual data. And among other things, I found that um, there were 2,279 firearm homicides. Now, they include, when I say they, I'm talking about the hand-wringing bedwetters, include firearm homicides in their gun violence, including suicide. They also include accidents and legal intervention when law enforcement or, or, or a citizen mm-hmm. uses a firearm in self-defense against another person. So, and this was just one to 18 years old. So I don't care what you want to call them. You want to call them children or anything like that. It's one to 18. And uh, there were 2,200, almost 2,300 homicides. Okay. I wanted to find out, so if we address that, my my question is, where'd they get the guns? One one to seventeen years old, you can't legally own a gun to to commit suicide with, to accidentally shoot yourself with, to commit homicide, or you know that kind of a thing. Um, I want to find out. So I, I I came upon some interesting numbers. We found that according to race, if we want to talk about race, Asian children. In that one to 18, one out of 100,000 were in that number. One out of 100,000. That's the rate. One in 100,000. All right. And literally, the CDC says white or Caucasian were in 1,000. Okay. Now, these numbers will give us somewhere to start with addressing the issue, the problem, the data the solution, I think, lies in the data. Now, I'm going to say something that is just the data right out of the CDC. Um, African-American, black children. So remember, Asians were at one out of 100,000. Caucasians were at three out of 100,000. Um, African-American, black children were at 17, one seven per 100,000. That is six times their other child counterparts, and 17 times the Asian counterpart. That's amazing. This is where we have There's, to be looking. Yeah. This is the issue. And any any solution like Maryland, I know we're out of time on this one, but any solution like, um, you know, magazine capacity and, and tracing firearms and assault weapons and all that, that doesn't address these glaringly in-your-face huge numbers is nothing but anti-gun and not trying to solve the problem. Well, when, right, when we, we come back on Gun Radio Utah, oh, go ahead, Bill. Yeah, I was going to say when we come back, let's talk about some of the next steps. Now that we we have this, these three different groups of of individuals, what what are the, some of the next steps that we should be looking at? So. Welcome back to Gun Radio Utah with Clark Capulsion on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Listen and you'll know. Hey, Bill. Yeah. You know that gun you've got in your closet, that gun you got in your closet way in the back that you don't, uh, that you don't shoot anymore because it's, uh, it's broken or yeah. it's got rust on it. 
Well, and and I'm talking to to our listeners. Now you're being that, personal. You know, your spouse. You told your spouse not to mess with your gun. They messed with the gun. They broke the gun somehow, and you may not even know why. Uh, you need to get that gun so you can enjoy that gun. Maybe it's an heirloom. Maybe it's uh, you know it was passed down. And wouldn't you like it to be functioning and working properly and to look nice? Uh, you can get it Cerakoted, you can get it engraved, you can get it reblued, you can get that rust off of it, you can get it fixed, you can get the stock worked on. Maybe you need a, um, maybe you've got a suppressor or are thinking about it, getting a suppressor, but you don't have the barrel threaded for it. Uh, get it over to the gunsmith at Sportsman's Warehouse. You can take it right down to him at 1630 South 5070 West in Salt Lake City or give him a call at 801-304-8070, 801-304-8070. Or you can take it right down to any of the over 132 Sportsman's Warehouse locations. Run over to the gun counter and say, get this to the gunsmith. In fact, I was just over at the gun counter yesterday here in beautiful Uinta County. And I happened to see a whole bin of these Uncle Mike's QD quick detachable super swivels. And they're, you know, they just, whether your gun came with them or not, um, they, uh, they're swivels, like sling swivels. What kind of swivels? You know, for your 1.2.3, sling, uh, sling swivels. Oh, super, these are, super these are QD. Super swivels, oh, okay. super swivels. Yeah, they're swivels. So you can attach a, so you can attach a strap to your gun. Okay. Anyway, okay. I think they're normally like in the seventeen dollar thing. They had these things in the bin, closing them out at one dollar ninety nine cents. I left. Say. I bought a bunch of them. Yeah, I bought a bunch of them, but there's still a whole bunch left. Okay. And they had a whole bunch for Browning shotguns too. But anyway, all right, Bill. Uh, let's see. Oh. I promised to uh, to give you an idea on how to get your animal next year. All right, so <laughs> you know you wait. have a problem when I you go to wait. when you go to get your when you go you know to apply for your tag. Your tag doesn't necessarily assure that you will that there will be animals in your area or animals that will be there visible, animals that will be you know that will present themselves for a clean ethical kill. Um, I'm, I'm going to, you know, a one day, one lottery hunt. One and, lottery? Um, okay. If one they would tag. open it up, <laughs> okay. uh, a, a one person, one okay. tag available and, uh, and you head over to Hogle Zoo. So <laughs> that would be, uh, and it'd just be one time. It would be an extremely expensive hunt, but Bill, in your case, I think that would ensure that you get your animal this year or next year. That's, uh, next year. that's an so interesting You have, thought. you have some ins. You have some ins with the uh, Department of Wildlife Refuge and uh, DNR. Um, you could bring that up. Don't mention my name, please. <laughs> but anyway. It was brought to my attention. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, anyway. I'll give that some thoughts. So. Yeah. But hey, if you, right. here's one fun thing that I did, though, here. I have marked up the computer here in the iHeartMedia studio. I have got it tagged on Utah Shooting Sports Council. And if you want to do the exact same thing, Bookmark your computer, utashootingsportscouncil.org. You can go get uh, some great information. Look over our gun bills that we did last year. Uh, look over constitutional carry. Sign up for email alerts. Um, look at uh, Clark's and I's funny face on the gun radio Utah section. So you can actually put a face to the voice here. Um, go in and bookmark utashootingsportscouncil.org. And uh, get actively. We're going to be actively involved. You're you're actively involved this past week. 
I was elk hunting, so I had I got to miss out. But um, it's a great way to uh, get involved in uh, Utah and with your representatives uh, when these gun legislation issues come up. And uh, people like Clark that do such a great job up there. You know, and you mentioned permitless carry or constitutional carry, what we like to call common sense carry. Mm-hmm. You know, with the day of jihad, I had people calling me saying, hey, be careful if you're going to be in Salt Lake or in any big crowded area or anything like that. There's a day of jihad. And, I, you know, yeah. we kind of take that. That can happen whether they say that or not, whether, you know, one group decides to go rogue or just an individual mentally challenged. No, that's bad. Not mentally challenged. Um, uh, dangerously dangerously mentally ill person perhaps because um, most people with mental illness are not dangerous in fact they're they're probably more likely to be victims of violence than anything else but getting back to my point we carry um, be, because just like you carry a fire extinguisher because you never know uh, you're not hoping for a chance to use that fire extinguisher but nonetheless uh, in the minute we've got less uh, it looks like Israel, you know, we always see pictures of Israelis in Jerusalem and that carrying guns, but that's typically the military. Only 1% to 2% of Israelis, there was there was private gun ownership, you know, participate in private gun ownership. Well, they kind of got caught with their pants down uh, this last uh, last two weeks. And so they, uh, they quickly, um, the national security minister... Um, you know, quickly rescinded a lot of the restrictions. They used to only be able to have 50 rounds of ammunition of those 1% or 2%. But anyway, so um, same thing for Ukraine. You know, Ukraine got caught uh, after the invasion uh, of uh, Russia, and their people didn't have guns. And I remember they were sending guns over there. So, you know, um, you know carry. Uh, get your training. Carry. And uh, and do so uh, appropriately, and get but definitely get some training. Take somebody out shooting and clean up after yourself. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you next week. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.